everyone. Happy Wednesday. This is Danielle Sweely, your host of Coffee Chit Chats with Danny. And welcome back, Justin. Hello. I'm glad to be here. I know. You're part of this series we're doing, so you are here. And that's brave of you to bring me back for a series. That means you have to keep me around, too. It truly is. <laughs> it truly is. Welcome back, you guys. Happy Wednesday. I hope y'all are having an amazing day, an amazing morning. Um... We are going to get right into things, I guess. We're going to start off with kind of just what we've been doing since the last episode. Um, So being the Leo that I am, I'm just going to say it was my birthday and we had fun. We went to the Greater Van Fleet concert, which was really fun, but I was also very exhausted. You were trying to leave by the time they got through. I was. (laughs) I was exhausted, but the drive was like an hour. And that just added to my exhaustion. Like knowing that added to the exhaustion that already existed. Yeah. I think that was legitimately the first time I've been up past midnight in years. Well, I don't like, know. Uh, at least months. Yeah. Well, but like out Probably and about? Years, you yeah. mean like out and about or yeah. just at home? Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Because so I we... mean, at home we've stayed up late, but like we don't go out like that. Yeah. We partied pretty hard, didn't we? We sure did. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, but that was a lot of fun. It's unlike any other concert I've ever been to, but it was fun. And it's also the first concert I've been to where, yes, I was so exhausted. I was like, they're not going to play the song I want to hear. Let's just go. It's just time, you know? But yeah, so we did that. Um, went out for some lunch over the weekend with some family. And I feel like that was pretty much it. It was pretty, like, a chill weekend, I think. But, okay, so let's do this. We are going to be doing a series called Parents Need Parenting. This is going to be part one of that series. And like I mentioned a few days ago, it is faith-based. Justin and I uh, are reading this book called Habits of the Household by Justin Whitmill Early. And it's about... Adding mm, adding godly rhythms just every day for your family. Um, yeah, so today we're going to be discussing a few parts of this book. Um, those sections are going to be waking and mealtimes. What were your, I don't know, like what are you thinking so far? Honestly, I was, I was, I'll say I was pleasantly surprised. I feel like a lot of times when you get into these books, or not like you, but like when, when one gets into these books, they all say the same thing in, in different ways. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I thought this one was, it seems pretty unique so far. And I'll be the first one to admit, I haven't even finished it. I've finished <laughs> what we're supposed to be talking about today. Right, yes. So I think I'm, I've met the quota. <laughs> yes. Um, but I'm, I'm legitimately enjoying it. Like usually when reading, I've, have to basically force myself to do it yeah and this one um i don't know i haven't had to do that yet so i hope it keeps that way (laughs) yeah we'll see uh but no i think it's it's really practical Mm -hmm. and applicable 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 applicable. that's how i say it i don't know but it's (laughs) it's easily it's things that are easy to apply yes which which i need and it's he's very focused on making sure you know that it's not completely changing up your everyday routine it's adding just godly rhythms into the everyday things that you already do like just approaching it 
in a different way, I guess, like in a more, not biblical way, but just in a more God like minded way, I guess. Yeah. And I if that makes sense. Oh, definitely. I think one of the things that really <clears throat> maybe resonated with me is that, you know, the author doesn't try to like emulate perfection. Yes. You know, it's very transparent about like, this is what we do, but it doesn't work every time. Right. You know, yeah. It's just that that's a little bit more relatable because, I mean, you know what our day to day looks yeah, like. Yeah. And, and I do, I also love and respect that he even writes that, like, in just plain black and white text. Like, I don't remember how many boys he said they had, like, three or four. Like, I can't imagine three or four boys in one house. That sounds insane um, because, you know, ours is insane by himself. So it's like just, you know, trying to picture him and his wife like doing these things and i'm just like wow like they they don't really get to do all the things that are like in this book completely through but they have great ways of like navigating through the chaos if that makes sense does that make sense kind of yeah no, yeah and i think um i'm sure we'll, we'll get into it but i think in in the waking chapter they they really touched on one of them but it's you know, a lot of times I wait for like the perfect opportunity, like the perfect moment. Say I want to, I don't know, read, or, but we'll use reading as yeah. an example. But a lot of it seemed more so focused on, you know, incorporating your kids into it. Yeah. Which, I mean, not only would you be able to do it more often because you're not waiting for this perfect moment, but mm -hmm. also you're, you're teaching them a lot in, in the long run, I would think. Yeah. And we are going to be getting a little in-depth into this book. I still highly recommend purchasing the book to read it for yourself. Um, all of these things that we're going to discuss are kind of just like, kind of like the ideas that the author had and then our take on it, how we're applying things. And I really think you could just learn from reading the book yourself, honestly. Um, it's, it's very, like Justin said, it's very practical. Um, but yeah, I just felt kind of passionate about talking about this with you. So here we are, part one. Um, so the author opens the book discussing ways new habits can lead your heart and your family. Um, and the first point he makes is for this book is, I want to be patient with my kids. Hmm. So I guess an example of that is kind of how last week I discussed, I made cookies with Everett and, you know, I included him to just do it himself. I helped of course a little bit, but I had him do it. Um, just so that way he feels more involved. And of course, you know, it took three times as long to get it done and it was a complete mess and disaster in the kitchen and it made me cringe a little bit, but it was a great, bonding moment for us and then summer being the little cheerleader just watching you know and talking the whole time um but yeah so that's the first point he makes do you have like an example of that or not really you just want to keep the flow keep it going yeah we'll just keep it yeah. going okay <laughs> the second point he makes is i want to give my kids my full attention uh, the third point is i want to use moments of disciple to teach my kids not just be angry so basically just Disciple instead of discipline, or not instead of discipline, but discipling within discipline. And lastly is I want to pray for my kids. So again, today we are discussing um, the sections about waking and mealtimes. 
So first we're going to get into waking. I, okay, so the three points he makes here that I at least took note of that I just kind of vibed with was um, making it a point to do a kneeling prayer when you wake up. I have not been doing that. I kind of forgot about that. I wasn't going to call you out. You could have played it off. No, so. I'm not no. I'm not going to play it off. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be honest about it. Like it's something I I note took, but like yeah. I just I haven't done it. And I don't I think I'm just like wanting to snooze because we're kind of just resetting summer, so I'm using that as an excuse to like nah, I'm just going to lay in bed. <laughs> but yeah, I haven't done that one. Yeah, but I think the the main thing with that as well is it's not demanding a whole lot of your time. And this is not to like you know say oh it's easy to do or anything like that. No, I know but it doesn't have to be a formal you know twenty minute long prayer. You could be talking yeah. thirty seconds and call it good. And I think what it is for me is honestly I forgot that that was a point I even took notes on because I read the entire book like not fast, but because I was note taking the entire time. But I feel like I just. I wanted to implement so many things. And whenever you get to the end of the book, you're going to like, he's going to say, don't try to do it all at once. Yeah. And I feel like I have been doing a little bit at a time, but I'm just forgetting some things that I've already read. So going over my notes, it's kind of like, oh yeah, I definitely haven't done that. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, that one's pretty simple though. Yeah. Um, So the next one that I feel like I've done really well with is scripture before screen time. Um, just to turn to your Bible or something like that in the mornings before you're on your phone, um, maybe set it on do not disturb that way you're not tempted. I feel like I've done a better job at that out of the points in waking. I think I've really only done that one. Do you feel like you've done scripture before phone at all? Um, I think I've not, not directly. Um, I, I think I've adopted you know, something before screen time, you know, I just don't roll out of bed and check my email right away because it's, you know, once I do, I'm, I'm in it. Right. It's really hard to, to pause, you know, once I get into that, that mindset. And so really I've just been more so trying to just either, whether it's fully getting ready or, you know, maybe hang out with the kids for a few minutes or whatever that morning looks like, just trying to do that instead of jumping straight to my phone. Um, and I think one, you know, one of the reasons that I've really been trying hard at that is, is one of the things that he says towards the beginning of the book is, you know, your, your habits are so important because everything you do is almost an act of worship, right? No matter what you're doing throughout the day, you're, yeah. you're, you're basically dedicating your time and you're either you know, working towards the right things or the wrong things. And so now every time I just, pull out my phone meaninglessly to scroll it kind of comes back to the forefront of my mind and like what am i you know what am i really spending my time on and my energy on right and so that's i I think that's been a driver for me just in in any of these habits we're talking about yeah i know what i've been doing so i have my um daily sermon journal um the last couple days i've been filling it out midday when they're napping um but what i was doing was waking up and if I had the few minutes that I could easily spare, you know, I would open up my daily sermon journal and I would fill out like the day prior, 
basically like how I felt then because in my daily sermon journal I also have notes on the verses to look back on to reflect on what was preached that week so that that's like the the scripture that I go towards before like I do anything with my phone um and I really enjoyed that because it's just more accountability like just another reason to dive into scripture which I feel is the weakest rhythm of mine and then because I'm also not going to wake up and think oh let me google the best scripture for this like what's the best scripture for that like I don't have the bible memorized to like know what scriptures to look for so I just go off of let me look in my sermon journal and just reread those and I usually need the reminder anyways but that's my scripture before screen time or screens, whatever, but yeah. And then the last point that I at least took a note on um, was practicing uh, gathering and sending out the family. So, I mean, the kids aren't up at the same time for us to do that yet. So just personally, I feel like if we did that, it would probably just be like you and I doing something like that until the kids are older and waking up at the same time or you know if Everett happens to be awake then we could do one with him and Summer's just kind of there you know what I mean yeah yeah and I think even just just you and I is just as meaningful yeah you know, it definitely just sets the tone for the day and yeah it's great to expose you know our two-year-old to the habits but <laughs> realistically you know he's gonna go <clears throat> play those trucks regardless yeah <laughs> like he's, well he's, but yeah. some of the stuff that we've introduced he's done really well with keeping as a habit i guess or remembering we actually forgot to do a bedtime one tonight but oh yeah anyways we'll get to that chapter later but yeah so that one i just feel like i haven't done until now when i said you and i could be doing that because when i read that i was like oh man Everett's not well he's he's kind of old enough but not for all of us to do it together, but now that I we're like we're talking about it, I'm like, oh yeah, we totally could be doing that one already. I just kind of glazed over that one too when I read it and thought I can't apply it, but I can. So maybe I'll start that tomorrow. <laughs> and I think a lot of it you said you said something about accountability earlier, and I think a lot of it goes, you know, between you and I, right? Like we yeah we're trying to build these habits. I think it's on us to to remind each other too yeah because we're never perfect right and we're still gonna mess up but yeah that could be helpful and it's never gonna be perfect like we're never gonna have i don't feel like perfect days where everything we want to implement like all these new habits and new rhythms in our everyday routines are gonna happen and take place you know like without any speed bumps (laughs) Mm. any tantrums any short naps with the baby like it's it's just kind of you have to give your all. <laughs> and still I don't adjust. Know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's all an adjustment. Um, do you feel like you took anything else away from the waking part, or like do you have anything that you favored more over others? Or so I didn't take nearly as nice bullet points as you did. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I annotated in the book, and I took notes in my phone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think that, you know, I really just took it as a high level of how to start the day, right? Yeah. And basically, 
admitting that what I do today is is not the best, <laughs> right? Just right. You know, either go straight to the laptop or go straight to my phone, and then I'm working till you know whatever time uh, I I stop basically. Yeah. And so just by really implementing some something, you know, before I dive into that, you know, whether maybe today that's just having some breakfast or maybe you know, talking to you and the kids and. You know, maybe that could evolve into to scripture just to kind of help to reinforce that as well. Yeah. Even if we did a thing where regardless of who is on Baby Watch, because we're kind of like readjusting Summer with her sleep because she went on a really good streak of sleeping through the night. But we had a little hiccup recently when, you know, she was sick. Um, so we're kind of readjusting her. But I feel like regardless if anyone's like on like feeding watch for the night maybe we still put in the effort to wake up a little earlier and do the five minutes it would really take to do like the scripture reading or a send-off prayer before we get into the hectic chaotic rest of our day yeah you know like how would you feel about doing that I'm not saying we have to do it tomorrow, but like, I'm not saying that at all. Like, yeah, let's do a 180 and do all of this tomorrow. But I just mean like, how would you feel about something like that? Yeah. that's. Or would you rather it be something on your own? No, I, I don't know. I, I don't think that, you know, our schedules are going to align perfectly every morning. Right. But, um, yeah, I, mean, I don't see why not. Why we couldn't try. Yeah. I just thought I would ask. I'm not saying we had to. <laughs> it's also fine, just perfectly fine to do no, it. Don't worry, solo. I'll set our alarm. No, I know, because now that I said it, I'm like, dang, he's going to wake me up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's move on. Are you ready to move on? Deal. Okay. So the next section in the book we're going to kind of talk about is meal times. I took a lot of notes on this one. I just feel like a lot of the points made in this section were just, they were just completely spot on. Um, so I will say, I'm going to kind of like jump around here, I think. There was something I took from this section about, yeah, okay, now I see it. <laughs> it was lighting a candle to signal the beginning of dinner and say grace, which we already say grace and like do our, our prayers. Um, we call it, I think Everett knows it as like, let's do Jesus, like say yeah. our prayers, do Jesus. So we always do that. Um, but the one thing I immediately implemented was this idea of using a candle to kind of symbolize the beginning of dinner and just saying, asking Everett, um, like, hey, Everett, like, who is the light? And he'd be like, God. I'm like, okay, so God is our light. And, you know, like, it's fun for kids because, you know, they're, like, all amazed by fire. Um, so he loves the idea of, like, well, we get to light a candle. And then for fun, when dinner's over, to symbolize, hey, we're all done with dinner. Like, let's depart from the table. We'll let him blow the candle out because, again, that's fun to him. And I think, I feel like that's why, like, maybe that kind of stuck with him a little bit. But that's just, like, one little thing I just immediately thought that's cool we can make that fun for him but yeah yeah i think it's one of those things that doesn't <clears throat> i say it doesn't you know take really any extra effort but right it's just something to to engage him you yes know? And, and i'll say that you know that one specifically 
I think it's cool and everything. I, I don't know if it's as impactful to to me. Mm-hmm. Um, just yeah, and, and I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm overthinking it. But I think that you know, for kids, I think that's a, a really cool one. But yeah. I, I like the rest too. They're more like conversational. Yeah, and, I, I feel like the candle itself is very minor, but I feel like it also help, helps set the tone a little bit. Just adding that other thing and it's not just yeah let's just say say grace and just eat or whatever because we also already like ask questions too which i love so i really feel like i guess in addition the candle is kind of i don't know i wouldn't say it's what's the word theatrical because i don't think it is but i just think it was something nice to add yeah because, yeah, like, we do ask questions already. Like, that's mentioned in the book. Like, we always ask each other, um, what was your favorite part of the day? Did anything make you upset? And the other day, I think I tried adding, um, like, did something make you laugh or something like that? There was something that was silly. But I can't remember what it was. But, yeah, so we already do that. Um, another thing I took a note on from this section was... I think he called it like the third, the third something. I don't know. But, well. <laughs> I, I don't know. I should have taken better notes. <laughs> well, yeah. I just forgot what it was called. Um, but it was like passing the pepper game where there was just like a third item. And it kind of just helps the kids not like be distracted, but like just have something physical to hold on to. And it was just like a fun way where like you pass like in the author's case, it was a thing of pepper. Um, but for us, it could be literally anything, one of Everett's toys. And like whoever has that item um, is like they can talk or something, but like they have to answer a question. And I feel like that for me, I thought that would be cool like whenever they're older. Because I feel like right now what we already do, I feel like is enough for his age. Yeah. And then as he gets older in summer, like, you know, we can adapt and add that into it. Yeah, and he, he's going to love it too because already today, and I know you'll, you'll probably <clears throat> speak to it later, but he basically drives the dinner table conversation. He he's does. He's just asking. He does. Qu- he'll ask summer questions and answer yeah. it for her, saying her favorite part of the day was hanging out with him. And <laughs> so he's I, like, I yeah, okay, summer, cool, yeah. Yeah, so already he's, he's really into that, and I think yeah. having – you know, something to symbolize, you know, I'm, I'm in charge, basically. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and he definitely does drive the conversation for sure. He'll ask us over and over, Daddy, what made you upset today? Oh, okay. Daddy, what was your favorite part about, the, about today? <laughs> and it's just the cutest thing because we even do that, like, whenever we have family over. And I don't know. It's just cute, like, seeing him really just like you can tell he just loves to ask like it's like a fun game for him but he loves to ask um okay so the next point i had was um making sure that we eat together and just come to the table to eat together um i know occasionally we'll have like a movie night where we'll be in the living room but i do love just coming to the table together And I try to do, like, a rule of no phones at the table. But, of course, like, you can't always do that, you know. And I get it. But that's just something 
I can like lightly say now and there's not much really for me to go into depth for about that. But I mean, I don't know. Yeah, no, I honestly even like no matter what week it is or whatever, I can probably do a better job at that. Like my phone is literally going off right now, so I'm throwing that across <laughs> the room actually. Um but no, so I think I I could do better at it regardless. Cuz I, I do think that's that's been nice. Cause I know even today I even just took off my watch because I just it constantly buzzes yeah <laughs> just always stuff so even you know whenever i'm not covering it's impossible not to to see stuff you yeah know? And so i think being more intentional with just like getting physical separation between me and mm-hmm. devices is probably needed and i hate to say that because i should have better self well i think that's but... just how it is in general with everybody i think we're all like devices are our vices you know wow i know i kind of like am amazed with myself right now that was cool that are you gonna make was. that like the title that should we should do merch merch oh my god like make merch are you make making merch t-shirts merch. nah i'm not making t-shirts i just thought like that'd be cool devices are our vices. what did i say devices <laughs> i already forgot i think we're on to something here we really we are. might need to bleep this out because we can't we have anybody taking our idea yeah you guys, just ignore what I just said. It was my idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but really, like, I think that's just a problem that everybody has. I have that. That's yeah. why I thought, okay, cool. Immediately for, like, going back to waking, I'm definitely going to implement scripture before screen time or screens because it's easy for me to just pick up and aimlessly scroll. Um, but, yeah, so mealtimes coming together as a family it's very important and then again you know i feel like we do a pretty good job of that um excuse me let's see so i touched on the candle and oh okay so one okay another thing i really loved about mill times was how he emphasized his point of using the word household versus like your own family, like your own little family, like your own unit. And I really loved that because he just said like, you know, your household shouldn't just be whoever's in that house. It should be your extended family, like grandparents, your siblings. Well, grandparents meaning like the kids, grandparents, like our parents, our siblings, you know, whomever else really (laughs) like just it's everybody not just us four and I feel that it's so easy to just think the opposite of that so I really liked that he put a lot of exaggeration on no that includes everyone yeah sometimes you read those things that kind of punch you in the face a little bit yeah that one like (laughs) that was like yeah yeah because i'm perfectly happy with you know having our little dinners and oh, I, no, I me love too. having family over and stuff yeah but like but then you start thinking about like wait am i supposed to have a neighbor come over because don't get me wrong i love our neighbors but at the same time i'm very like i'm very hesitant to i don't know if i just don't want to you know and again you'll probably speak to this but if i don't want to you know open the door to our our messes, you know, and, and what it really looks like, the craziness in our house. But um, I've just always been really hesitant about that. But anyway, back to you. Really? I think so. I, I mean, know. you made friends pretty quickly with some old neighbors. 
Or yeah, like but, best friends. So maybe, maybe they're the exception. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But, I think all our neighbors are pretty nice and definitely yeah. worthy of entering the chaos here. Oh, well, no, maybe we need to do that now. But <clears throat> yeah, I'm just not good at initiating it. So I guess that's up you can to take me. that as a takeaway. <laughs> okay, I guess that part's up to me, you guys. Um, yeah, and then that kind of goes on to, I guess, the next point, which I feel is probably the most important thing. Yeah, it actually is. The most important thing I took away from mealtimes is the difference between, or like it's, this is about hospitality and it's the difference between entertaining versus just being hospitable, I guess. Yeah. And it's kind of like entertaining. It's like we, and we do this all the time. We clean the house. We like, we clean, clean, clean. We get everything ready. Um, and we just make everything look nice and we have it all set out like as if we're catering to people. Um, whereas just normal hospitality, it's just opening the door and inviting them into what our world really is, which is chaos. We have a toddler and a baby, you know, like we're not always tidy and clean and spotless. And it's kind of like you're putting on a show versus you're inviting someone in to your home. Does that make sense? No, I think it makes perfect sense. Like if we if we invite you over <clears throat> and there's no peanut butter smudges on the wall, we're entertaining you. Okay, no, no, no. But... Okay, I got that off because <laughs> we got that off. And I think I mentioned that on the last episode we did. So there will not be any peanut butter stains. And if there are, that is Justin because he somehow manages to always get peanut butter on anything. I'm serious. That is all you. But I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying the like stains that. are gone because remember last week we talked about how we got in this cleaning mode and I was using the magic eraser. So there's nothing there. Yeah. There shouldn't be anything there that's old. Okay? If there's anything there now, it's new and I haven't seen it. Okay. Deal. Okay. Anyways. But no, I just mean like, I mean, we've done it plenty of times where I'm like, oh, we have people coming over like... Let me clean the counters and let me sweep the floor. Make sure we sweep the floor. Let the DJ Roomba go do his thing somewhere and spot clean. Let's put all the toys away. And it's like, not that the house doesn't look like it's not lived in, but you can just tell, like, it is kind of for show. Yeah. 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 And, you know, like anybody coming over, they don't care. Right? No, but they it's don't. Just, but it's, it's just us. us. Yeah. yeah. And that's the point. Like, it's us doing it to ourselves. But I feel like that will really, truly apply when we invite neighbors and friends over because like really we just have family come over yeah and they know they know the chaos we have you know what yeah. i mean and they know we're not here to entertain them they can they know where everything is in the cabinet in the pantry you know what i mean yeah but yeah i think that will truly apply when we have friends over and neighbors that's basically it and you know i do that all the time where like the the kids that Everett usually has playdates with and like we kind of hang out at each other's houses like I do that like I, at first I did that where I would just you know I want them to I wanted them to think like you know I got it together I can, <laughs> I can clean the, I can have the house clean all day and you know with with two kids you know like look at me go but it's like no I was annoyed having to like clean because I made myself think this has to be spotless when they come in. So I've started to like every other time they come over, I'm just, you know, I don't clean as much and I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Like 
what do y'all want to snack on? Like, you know, like your kids are my kids now kind of thing. Like, I don't care. I'm not cleaning for anybody anymore. You know what I mean? And I think that, I mean, probably one of the most, maybe an eye opening thing that I read, you know, through my whole two chapters so far. Yeah. um, And I'm going to butcher it. So this might not even be accurate, but it says something about how, you know, like messes, like a messy kitchen, for example. Yeah. It, it doesn't, you know, prevent you from being hospitable or making, you know, community, but it actually, it's, it's a result of it. You yeah. Know? Like when you see the mess, it's because you had a good time, you know, doing something, making memories. And I'm one that it's probably hypocritical. I don't know, but I really don't like messes, but at the same time, I really don't like cleaning. <laughs> so I know a lot yeah, of that falls on you sometimes. Yeah, I was going to say that statement has crossed my mind several times since I read it. Yeah. That um it makes me a little bit better about messes. <laughs> so how did you feel? Oh, okay. So on Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, one day recently, we did a make your own pizza night. We did it for a, a friend of ours, um, their daughter's birthday. And um whose birthday? My friend's daughter's birthday. Oh, I thought you meant this Friday. No. Well, okay. Oh, sorry. That might sound confusing. A while ago, my friend's daughter's birthday, um, it was like a make-your-own-pizza party. And, you know, it's kind of like, genius, hello. So we did that at home the other night for dinner where we made our own pizza. And it was so messy, but Everett was just thriving making that pizza. Like, the cheese was his favorite part. He about dumped that whole bag of cheese on his pizza. Yeah. So, my whole point was, how did you feel about that mess? Because I've said how I felt about baking cookies with him. The mess was fine. I'll say that I, when I noticed that Summer had gotten splashed in the face <laughs> with pasta sauce, yeah. that, that got me a little bit, but... But I let it go, and it, it's fine. But I'll say the thing that really bothered me about that, though, and I just felt personally attacked, but you you literally tried to take a stance that I could not put pineapple slices. I'm going to add a poll. No, I'm not doing that. I'm going to add a poll to this episode. Do you think pineapples on pizza is, like, gross or not gross? That's all I'm going to say. Delicious. Okay. No, it's, like, it's good whenever whenever we order it the way it should be eaten if you're going to put pineapples on pizza, which is with the barbecue sauce, the chicken. like That's like one thing. It's already weird that that's like a pizza, but it tastes great. I still eat it. So pineapples for on pizza you, taste great. No, 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 no. Not on the pizza we made. On just bread, marinara, cheese, pepperoni, and then you put pineapple. That's just like disgusting. Did you try it? No, because it just looked disgusting. Okay. I'm just saying. No. It was it was fantastic. And I was I was really hurt, deeply saddened <laughs> that you you really just tried to it wasn't even just encouraging me not to no, do it. No, I was like you're not doing you, it. You literally <laughs> stood in my way I and did. said my way or the highway. And that's not cool. So I'm gonna put pineapples on my pizza. And I'm going to enjoy it. Can I just say one thing? <laughs> yes. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. 
Like I said, it's great on what we order from Domino's. Thin crust, barbecue, pineapple chicken. Because to me, pizza is marinara sauce. And I think that tastes great because it's not really a pizza. It's just on thin pizza crust. To me, pizza is marinara. That's it. And you don't put pineapples in marinara. That's disgusting. Have you ever tried it? No, because that's disgusting. You need to open that your mind. That is so gross. And like the way we order your pizza from Domino's, it's literally like the pineapple barbecue chicken that I make in the crock pot, but it's on thin bread. So to me, that's not a pizza, but it is delicious, but it's not a pizza. Pizza is red sauce. Maybe that should be the poll there. question. Should that be the poll question? I don't even know what is you're talking pizza about. pizza red sauce. You have completely or taken this away with it. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, it's my podcast. I'm going to bring this up over and over again. But <clears throat> And there's, there's many examples, but I'm going to use one. It took me a good six months to try to convince oh you. Oh, my God. To try. Here we go. Pokey or poke, however you want to say it. <clears throat> and then you became like a fanatic and you ate it. Because every... we lived by the best place uh-huh and if you wouldn't have followed my lead and they had the best toppings you would have never liked it so so now we're just rinsing and repeating no we're not i told you i will eat the pineapple on the i'm doing air quotations pizza when it's the way we order it from domino's again barbecue sauce pineapple chicken i will never eat it on what a real pizza is which is marinara sauce on the base Never. That's just gross. You sound awfully closed-minded right now. I don't care. <laughs> I do not care. Okay, anyway, I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, we were just talking about... Uh, oh, you were talking about um, like messes me and you had fun. kind of. Thing. Yeah. And you know, I think that would even be great to do where we have like a household pizza night like we invite family or friends to come do a pizza night here and like make that mess here because mess if you have made a mess you have made memories i need <laughs> you're dropping some i am yeah. oh my god well i will add on to these that. are great i'm you, good at this. firstly byot bring your own toppings secondly if you make the well, mess. no, because I feel like if we're hosting, I would want to supply the toppings. It would be simple. We could do it the way we do with Everett. Are it's you hosting kids. or entertaining? Well, I Burn. would just... Hosting. People just come to the house. We're the host. Hosting? We're the host site. They just come to the house. Oh, I confuse hosting with hospitality. Mm. <laughs> no, but, I just yeah. mean like I would just have whatever we had forever. It's simple. All they need is sauce, cheese pepperoni if they want it or not and pineapples no we're not doing no i'm down for that pizza night that'd be cool gross that's a good idea Hmm? okay i'm gonna keep that in mind don't let me forget (laughs) got you don't let me forget um yeah and then i guess the last (laughs) the last little note i took was the author just kind of talked about the pepper game yeah pepper game again which he just emphasized after entertaining versus hospitality to have your kids introduce that kind of like talking game with people that come over. And I feel like, again, for us, like 
maybe we're not like at a pepper game kind of age yet, but just the way like when, you know, we're with your parents or like, um, even with my dad or like my mom, Everett will always ask them the questions that we ask each other at dinner every day, which is what was your favorite part of the day? What, what made you upset? You know? So I feel like that's kind of like, I feel like we already do that. It's just not a pepper game. It's him asking questions. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know. I think it's cool that he does that. Mm-hmm. So is that all? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Sorry I, I got distracted for a second. <clears throat> you did? Yeah. I just noticed that some of the podcasts I'm on yeah. have fewer views. <laughs> than... <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. We're not talking okay. logistics right now. Are you sure it's a good idea to have me on here? Yeah, I think this is going to be great. Okay. I really do. Okay. I think this is going to be a great series. I have faith in it. <laughs> um, so, so, wait, wait. What was your first one that you said? What? Devices or, or vices? Devices then... are our vices. Okay. Okay. I like that. And then messes equal memories. Wow. I know. That's not going to be the title, but like... That'll probably be in the description somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let me forget that either. We need to figure out how to copyright this for Wednesday. I know. That's, yeah. That's pretty soon. But yeah, we got to figure that out. It's okay. I know a guy who does t-shirts. So we um, can yeah. So I highly, highly encourage you guys to buy this book. It's amazing. It's great. Again, you don't have to implement all of the things that are in this book immediately. Um, If you're like me and you're a type 8 Enneagram, you're going to want to. Don't do it. You're going to be overwhelmed. Just don't do it. Um, Do a little bit at a time and make sure. I think it would be a great idea to have both spouses obviously read it. Um, Just so everyone's on the same page. Or if it's just you, just read the book. It's great. Anyone can implement these things, can start introducing these new habits, these new rhythms into literally your everyday routine um and i think everyone especially me um you will be quickly surprised but no you'll be surprised at how quickly your kids pick these new habits up because i have been surprised even though i know i shouldn't be because everett's great at adapting to all of the things i have been surprised but pleasantly surprised what about you? Yeah. No, I think that um, still early on, right? I think there's a yeah. lot left to be done, but... Definitely. I think it's one of those things that when, when you have a, a... Or when you implement good habits, it feels like it just provides you know, exponential value right. to, to your, your life, right? Because you're just building on it. And, yeah. Um, and what is it? I think it's called an atomic habit to where you're replacing... What, what was that look for? Where'd you read Atomic Habit? There's a different book. I don't think I ever read oh, it. Oh, I was like, I... I think I missed that part. <laughs> no, somebody told me about it. I never actually read it. But um, oh. it's all about how like... Wait, I think I can see the cover of that book. I think I know what book you're talking about. Sorry. <laughs> you're just... on another level. I like a moment. But it's all about like if you... Like for example, if you took a negative habit, right? And mm-hmm. then you, you replaced it with a positive one you're you're like doubling the value right like not only are you implementing a good habit but you're also getting rid of a bad one yeah so there's a big swing right in, in, in what you're doing and so i think that's 
I don't know where I was going with that, but I, I just think period you know, implementing new habits is, is good. Yeah. <laughs> it's really no. what I was trying to say. No, it is. And yeah, again, kids are adaptable. It's just up to us as parents. And the reason this is titled Parents Need Parenting is because... You need parenting. That, okay, you do too. <laughs> because that's probably the one thing that Justin Whitmill Early... I feel like I have to always say his name fully because it's on the book. Mm-hmm. Justin Whitmill Early kind of says a lot. That's kind of the theme of this entire book is that we need parenting too, but we have to look to God for that assistance and navigating parenthood in today's world, which he does a great job covering in this book. Um, But yeah, so thank you guys for listening to part one of the series we are doing Parents Need Parenting. I hope you guys enjoyed this first episode of us discussing waking and mealtimes of this book. Again, it is Habits of the Household. I will try to figure out a way to link the book or do something in that nature. Um, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll try to figure out a way to like link it on Instagram and see if I can do it within the podcast somewhere. Um, please join us next Wednesday as we discuss the next two sections of the book which is discipline and screen time which is going to be a good one i feel thank you guys again and thank you justin yep thanks for having me (laughs) of course (laughs) bye Bye. you guys (laughs)